0: Welcome back to episode 177 of the Alpha Girl Confidence Podcast. I'm your host Shay Hatto and in today's episode, I am sharing my conversation with Erica Suter on her podcast, the Soccer Queen's Podcast. So in this conversation, we talk about how you have to find yourself and really connect with yourself to find confidence and how you need to stop outsourcing your happiness and your confidence to other people. We also dive deep into the effects of social media and meditation on confidence, so I hope you enjoy it.
1: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Soccer Queens podcast. We are doing a mini episode today, and I love these because we just get Right to the point with some powerful take home messages. And today I have a uh, Soccer Queen's regular on, Shay Haddo. You guys know her. If you don't know her, where have you been? Uh, Shay Haddo is an amazing confidence coach, mentor. I mean, she has her hands in so many things and works with many young female athletes. So, Shay, welcome to the show. Happy to have you back. Yeah, happy to be back. Always love hopping
0: on the Soccer Queens podcast and having these short but very powerful conversations.
1: I'm excited to have you back. And every time you come on, I have my notebook ready. And <laughs> I just know I learn something new every time you just have these bomb dropping messages. But we were talking off air before this about confidence and where does it come from? Does it come from the external things? Do we outsource it to our mentors or to social media or do we look outside of ourselves? Like, How do you truly get it and what are your thoughts on outsourcing it?
0: Yeah. So I first off want to say that the outside factors, the external factors can absolutely help. Coaches can help. Parents can help, mentors can help, teammates can help, friends can help, like all those things, like listening to podcasts, all that stuff can help. But um, I think far too often we outsource completely. We outsource all of our happiness, all of our confidence to other people and to like what's going on outside of us. And then we don't take the time to look inward. Happiness, confidence, it's an inner game. It's It's not an outer game. Like if you really want to, and I don't even know if I want to use the word find, um, because I think we all have the confidence within us. So I don't even know if I want to use the word find confidence, but maybe uncover your confidence, uncover your happiness, um, then it really is an internal game. And the reason why I've been like so into this lately, is I was telling you, Erica, I um, have been meditating a lot. So I've been meditating for an hour Every single day, first thing in the morning, um and I'm on day thirty three I think I am, and it's just really opened up my eyes to some of the old patterns that I used to used to have, always looking outside of me for the answers, always looking outside of me uh to find happiness or to find confidence when really everything you need is inside of you. you just have to be willing to listen
1: mm. well, that's. That's so cool that you've been doing that for a month. Like that's really hard to commit to. Yeah, And that's the other thing, really developing confidence and stepping away from your old habits. It's going to be work and yes. meditating for a month straight is work. And yeah. sometimes I feel people are under the impression confidence is just going to be this easy thing or this like, you know, this mm-hmm. quick destination, but even you as a, as a woman, it's something you're still pursuing and, and working on. And I think that's, Mm -hmm. what's getting lost.
0: Yeah. And the thing is, is, is I would consider myself like a fairly confident person. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, but there is, there is no final destination. There is no like, Hey, I've arrived. There's no end goal for me as it relates to my confidence. Like, it's just a a daily process. Like my goal is to just get to know myself on a deeper level, to get to know who I really, really am. And I know that like, this is a shift that I've just made in the last week that like, instead of trying to help and like change other people so much, like, what if we just started with ourselves? Because the more that I work on myself, the more that I become confident in myself and love myself, then the more I will be able to help other people. But it's it's got to come from from within first. And the more I do that, it's like it, it's it's so important that as coaches and leaders and teachers, that we understand that not always telling people to do something is going to get the best result. It's like the most powerful way that you can change a behavior or change a life is to change your own life first, like be that example, right? It's like, that's so important for parents too. And parents all the time ask, how can I help my daughter become more confident? Like it starts with you. Are you like, what habits are you, you know, living in your daily life? How are you talking to yourself? How are you treating yourself? How are you showing up for yourself? So I think it's really important from a coaches and teachers and parents standpoint is instead of looking to change other people all the time, can we just look at ourselves first?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's such a huge point. And if you aren't good with who you are, then you giving advice to other people, (laughs) I'm not so sure about and you know, no one's perfect, but it's just this constant self improvement and you work with a lot of young female athletes. And I've been on some of your amazing group calls and everything you're teaching them and equipping them with is just absolutely incredible. Um, But, you know, you still have girls who, who go home to Mm
0: -hmm.
1: bad habits or, you know, maybe something's going on in the household. So how do you kind of empower them through that and just ensuring Mm -hmm. they're in good habits when they're not, you know, working directly with you on those calls?
0: Yeah, that's a really, really good question. Because it is, it's like, it's like an hour every week that they're with you or with um, me. And that's, yes, it's great. And, and they're going to get a lot out of it. But, and I think we've kind of talked about this before, but it's like, it's what you do outside at home. It's what you do on a daily basis. That's going to make up, you know, your habits make up your life. Right. Um, and so I really hit home. I actually, this is a good example of a tangible example is Um, earlier this week, we had our mental health chat. So once a month, one of our coaching calls is all about mental health. And, um, we are talking about things to start doing to help your mental health and things to stop doing to help, to, um, help your mental health and your confidence. And one of the things that of course, no one came up with this because it was just something that teenagers hate is meditation. So that was the last thing we came up with. And during my meditation, I actually had the idea of what if i we do a challenge as a group to do a 30 day meditation and originally i was thinking 10 minutes let's do 10 minutes right but on the call i told the girls that and they were like oh <laughs> shoot like i don't know and so i was like okay guys what about like 5 minutes and i was like you guys want to do 5 or 10 minutes and all of them held up a 5 and i'm like okay we're going to do 5 minutes of meditation every day for 30 days so by the time we have our next mental health chat we should have meditated for 30 days and it's just five minutes, right? And so just doing those little things and little challenges and making them fun. It's like, how many how many days in a row? Like, let's make a streak out of it since that's such a, a thing, like streaks and all that kind of stuff. So like, try to make your habits into like a game and start really, really, really small, like five minutes, right? I'm not asking the girls to go do an hour, but if I can do an hour, they can do five minutes of just sitting in silence. And I'm not asking them to do anything other than just sit in silence and listen to their thoughts. So that's an example of like kind of some of the things that we do that, that I try to help my girls develop um, those kind of habits, you know, off uh, when we're not on the calls
1: together. I love that. That's such a good one. And I, I know you're big on uh, getting the parents involved as well. And just not letting the girl like figure this all out on her own because yeah. she is with her parents more than she's with you. And mm-hmm. I, I know you do like great work with engaging with parents in your Facebook groups. It's just, it's incredible the resources you're giving them and the conversation. So what, what advice would you give the parents as far as helping with a girl's confidence?
0: Yeah. I mean, I'll go back to what I said earlier. It's like, start with yourself. Because your your kids watch you way more than li- they listen to you. Like, absolutely, right? Every parent will be like, yes, like it goes through one ear and out the other, Like, right? Mm-hmm. So like really pay attention and become aware of how you're treating yourself, of how you're interacting with other people, because they are watching you way more than they're listening to you. So that's like number one. And then a second thing is like, I, I see this, and Erica, I'm sure you're going to like echo this but I see parents way too often uh, trying to fight all of their kids' battles, trying to make their kid's life too easy. Um, and that really is can hurt, hurt a girl's confidence when they don't know how to do anything for themselves, when they don't know how to speak up for themselves, when they don't know how to go talk to a coach or do their own laundry or make their own food. It's like, we, I think parents really need to, and this is easier for me to say because I'm not a parent, but I really think a one thing that parents can do to help their kids' confidence is to give their kids more autonomy, to let their kids make mistakes, mess up, and kind of figure it out on their own. Obviously, you're there to support them, but like
1: let them mess up. Oh my gosh. I'm glad you said that one because I'm having flashbacks to my childhood <laughs> when my like for some reason i was so afraid of like getting on the phone and like calling me people too. um and like calling our neighbors and our friends and my mom would like make me do it and be like no you're getting on the phone you're learning how to communicate and nowadays, you don't see much of that. It's like, no, I'll I'll call them sweetheart. My mom was like, heck no, you're figuring this out. You need to do this or you're calling the doctor and making your appointment as a teenager. Yeah, uh, it's just like little stuff like that. And it definitely paid dividends um, in college and now in my career, just trying to be a better communicator. And it, it just stuck with me for so long, but that's yeah. such a like <laughs> good example. Um, and I just had flashbacks to that moment. No, yeah. know, have you and had anything like that when, when your parents? Well,
0: you mine's, <laughs> the exact, mine's the exact opposite of that. So growing up, I hated talking on the phone too. I was like pretty shy and I'm still like, Naturally, I'm. I would say I'm more of a shy person, but I hated talking on the phone. I hated ordering my own food, and and I feel like growing up, my parents didn't always make me do it. Like they did it for me, or my siblings did it. So even to this day, like I'm gonna be honest, I don't like. I will pick a restaurant that will allow me to order online over a restaurant that that I have to call, just based off of that. Even if I prefer the food at <laughs> the other restaurant, like I still don't like doing that, and it's because I didn't have to do that as a kid. So mine's like the opposite example. So parents, if you enable your kids too much, then they're gonna end up, you know, like really like having to push through that still when they're 30 years old. And that's not what we want.
1: That's hilarious. (laughs) That it well, but it is so crazy. And it just speaks to how you know as as children everything is so learned. And like literally every decision our parents make or every behavior they put on display, we are learning it and it's staying with us for, for many years. Um, and it's hard. Parenting is the hardest job in the world. I don't know how my mom did it, how, you know, some of my clients do it. Um, but yeah, it's just, you need to better yourself as an adult because otherwise we can't we can't inspire the next generation of girls to be confident to be articulate and yeah. to to feel empowered now you you've been doing something lately that is another thing of leading by example but you've taken a step away from social media mm-hmm. and you're very vocal about it and i i love it so please uh explain that what your experience has been and how it's helped with your confidence are your girls doing it as well mm-hmm. yeah so i actually got the idea during a
0: meditation so another uh, me trying to again talk about the benefits of meditation but no i just i when i was so i think i started doing it 2 weeks ago and during like before that i was feeling like the comparison come up i was just like noticing that i wasn't feeling great when i was on social media i felt pressure to be visible and to be present and to you know be all of those things and so i was you know Thinking, like, uh, do, do I have to be on social media all the time? Like, and I was like, I don't, like, I don't need to be on it all the time. So, what I decided to do was only be on social media three days out of the week. So, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I have social media on my phone. And then the rest of the week, I don't get on social media. And actually, the only phone, the only uh, social media app that I actually have on my phone, even during my on time, is Instagram. Like, if I want to get on Facebook, I get on my desktop. If I want to get on Twitter, I get on my desktop. Um, I just haven't really felt the need to re-download it onto my phone. But I can tell you, and and it's only been two weeks, but I can tell you that I really, really enjoy um, social media more when I have it. And I also enjoy the four days off that I have. Like I'm able to um, read more. I'm able to connect with myself more. I'm able to hang out with my dogs and my wife more. And it's just been it's just been nice to not always be plugged in and always be connected and always be in the, the virtual world, so to say. Um, and so I, I haven't done an official challenge with my girls yet. Cause let's well, one thing at a time. Let's do the meditation thing. Um, but I did tell them like, I, I really encourage athletes to just challenge yourself to try to get off social media at least a few hours before you play your game. Like that's the bare minimum. Um, Ideally, like I've had girls delete it, the 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 like if they have a game game at one o'clock, delete it before the the game, but then you can re-download it. So really just getting off social media before you play, I think is really powerful because it takes you away from focusing on yourself and it gets you really into comparison, which no one wants to feel that way before we play. So that's kind of a, an actionable an actionable thing I would I would encourage players to do is even if it's just on the way to your game like just don't be on social media instead you know focus on visualizing or coming up with your intentions or whatever it is.
1: Now uh, you personally did you feel any reluctance when you're like oh okay I'm going to take a step back from social media it's kind of scary or were you just like, it doesn't matter. I'm going for it.
0: <laughs> no, you know, I didn't, I didn't really have any reluctance. Um, I was, I was ready. And when I, and I I did a story on this when I redownloaded it this week, but I was like, I, all my messages are still there. I got, I had a reel that I posted two weeks ago. I got tons of new likes, which doesn't really matter, but still like I got new followers. So it's like a lot of times we think if I get off social media that like everything's going to fall apart or like things are going to like not be how they're supposed to be. But it's like, technically my social media grew when I wasn't on it. Right. So if that's something you're concerned about, which shouldn't, and, and it's not really something I care about. Um, but it did, it did grow and everything was just fine. Um, after taking the four days off
1: that's such a good takeaway too, uh, especially for, uh, other business owners or even yeah. f- female athletes who, you know, are afraid they're not going to get back to everyone right away right. or, um, the FOMO and just missing out on things and everything's still fine. Everything's still there. The world didn't explode, you know? Mm. Uh, and that's, that's the best part of it. Like it's not, the end of the world if you take three or four days off and you have those boundaries and you know i i was actually inspired by you to set set some boundaries as well on the weekends and um if i have someone who reaches out to me um even like clients and it's a question that you know no one's dying on the operating table it's not an emergency (laughs) i'm gonna get back to you monday morning during business hours um and I I love that and it it's so liberating and I think people forget that you know you can have a life and your loved ones and your leisure and that comes first. You know, your family that comes first and people need to remember that and just take a break from this constant, you know, I need to be on, I need to pl- be plugged in, I need to respond. Um it's just yeah. it's out of control. It's like I don't want to move toward this like metaverse reality where it's like, <laughs> have you heard of that? Have you heard of that? I don't really know anything about it, but I've oh, heard Oh gosh, of it. it's a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> it's just getting out of control. And I think you're definitely leading by example in this space.
0: Yeah. And one thing too, I want to add is I know... I know all the teenagers listening think that we're insane. And I get it. Like, it's hard, right? It's hard. Like, your life is on social media. All your friends are on social media. That's how you communicate. But I just encourage you just try for one day, right? Just try for one day. Let your friends know hey, I'm going to be off social media. If you need to get a hold of me, Right. You can text me. Cause there's, I think there's so many things with the girls I've talked to. I'm like, well, why are you so afraid to delete it? They're like, well, what if my friends need me? I'm like, well, do they not have your number? Can they not call you? Like, are you going to save them? Like, you know what I mean? And I know like you want to be there for your friends and everything, but you got to be there for yourself first you got to be there for yourself first. So I would encourage you take a day. And if it's something that really scares you, then that means you need to do it even more. The more resistance you have to getting off your phone, the
1: more you need to do it. Mm-hmm. Now, let's talk about how getting off social media just comes full circle with helping with confidence um, because you yeah. mentioned comparison and that definitely has its way of destroying confidence. So. How can young girls use that social media fasting to to boost their confidence?
0: Yeah, so uh, there's a million benefits, um, but specifically with confidence for me, and it may be different for other people, but for me, it's been the first thing is comparison, which we've already talked about, but also I'm just able to like connect more with myself and stop looking at what other people are doing and stop looking and and seeing what, what's going on in the world. And instead I can focus on myself. I can really start to get to know myself more and start to be with my thoughts and be with my feelings. And I know that's a really hard thing to do with is be with your thoughts and be with your feelings. But the more you do that, the more confident you'll become. Like when you push away your feelings and your thoughts all the time and instead get on social media, you're totally neglecting yourself and you're saying, what's over here is more important than me. So by getting off social media, you're proving to yourself that I'm more important than what's going on outside of me. I'm the most important thing. So that's part of it. And then also it just frees up so much of your time. Mm -hmm. Like you have more time to go out and have fun like we need in our life, adults, kids, we need to go have more fun, right? Like when you're having fun, you're confident. You don't care what other people are thinking of you. So we need to have more fun, Mm -hmm. which, and that will allow more fun is, is getting off social media, but also you're, you're able to do other things. You're able to read more. You're able to get your homework done. And when you get your homework done, you feel confident because you didn't procrastinate. Like I feel like there's just so many, so many good things. I really don't see a single negative thing um, when it comes to like getting off social media for a day or a couple of days. I really don't see a single negative thing. If you do, if anyone listening does, please let me know what that is. I don't see one.
1: Agreed. And you, you bring up all these, these other factors. It's a very holistic way of looking at it. And Confidence, it's it's not just mental. Um, No, it's emotional. Yeah, it's emotional. uh, It's relational, and like this whole like mental health thing. Everyone thinks, oh, we need to look at just the brain or your mindset, and it's like no. Like you need good relationships in your life, which also involves you disconnecting from your phone and actually getting out and talking to people and having fun and just being someone who's outside and who's not getting judged, like nature's not going to judge you. The the internet will judge you like they're relentless on the internet, but like get outside the nature won't judge you. Your friends won't. It's all those relationships and all of that, like goes into your mental health and confidence. And like you said, it's just like, there's so many benefits. It's, it's insane. (laughs) And it really is like, the more, the more you,
0: um, are just like, with yourself out in nature, and I'm not not expecting you to do it all the time, but the more you are in that, um, state of mind, like the more you can start, this is going to sound maybe kind of weird, but the more you start to love yourself for who you are and not for the likes, not for the validation, not for the comments, Right, because I found myself when I'm on social media too much, like always checking, like, oh, if someone likes this, it means I'm good enough. If someone likes this, it means the post was valuable, and and we we totally outsource our confidence in the terms of outside validation, right? And so getting off social media, it, it takes away a part of the the external and outside validation, and instead it moves it moves it to you, like stop looking for other people to validate you. The only person that needs to validate you as you, essentially, right? And so that is another huge benefit is you stop looking for external validation and instead you just realize that you're good enough and that you're worthy regardless of how many followers you have, regardless of how many likes you got, regardless of like anything on the outside, like you're good enough and getting away from social media really allows you to like be present in that.
1: This was such a good discussion and I, I definitely want everyone to hear what you're up to as far as your programs and, and your groups and if if they want to get started with working on building their confidence. So what, what are you offering right now?
0: Yeah. So we got the alpha girl collective, which is my baby. Um, it's uh it's seriously like we, we have a call every, every Tuesday night. And Every single time I get off the call, I'm like, that was the best part of my day. Like, without a doubt, like I'm lit up. The girls are lit up. It's just, we we have such an amazing tight knit community where, where we, where it's not just like these strategies and these tools. Yes. We talk about the strategies and the tools. But it's so much about like what we talked about today, like the emotional side of things. How do you deal with being a teenage girl in today's world? It's hard. It's really, really hard. And so, yes, it's it's focusing on, you know, being a better athlete, but way more than that. It's just like, how do I become the best version of myself? How do I, you know, learn to handle my emotions and navigate this life as best as I can? Um, so the Alpha Collective is an awesome community, coaching community, um, for, for that.
1: Awesome. Well, guys, please check that out in the caption below and Shay, thank you again. It's always great catching up with you and I look forward to having you on again.
0: Yeah. Thanks again, Erica.